I'm Carrie. And I'm Stephanie. And this is the Love and Nonsense Podcast. Hey, Stephanie. Hey, Carrie. We're going to start in what? <laughs> I was going to do a countdown. Three, two. But then I didn't hit the button. So then when I hit it, I didn't count down. <laughs> oh, guys. The things that happen when we're not recording. It's kind of funny sometimes. I know. So the last number always has to be silent. Oh, you're live, you know? Yeah, but you can't. We don't video, so you can't like give me the the finger. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you the finger, Carrie. <laughs> She's like, I do it all the time. <laughs> don't tell me I can't. <laughs> Just kidding. I've never seen Stephanie give me the finger. <laughs> it's an awkward. I've never given someone the finger because it's like an awkward positioning. Plus, I just, I don't even think about it, but whatever. All right. We'll stop this with the shenanigans and get started. We're here uh, reviewing Love You, Wary. Just rolls no. off the tongue, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. All right. So we picked three movies to talk about. The first one is Welcome to Valentine. Mm-hmm. Um. After losing her apartment and her job right before Valentine's Day, Olivia is introduced to George, who takes her on a cross-country road trip that has them reevaluating life's life's priorities. And this is starring Catherine Davis and, oh boy, Markian Tarasiuk. Sure. That sounds about right. (laughs) Markian, if you'd like to come on and correct us, (laughs) let us know. We'd love to have you. (laughs) So... I'm curious to know, what did you give this for set? I gave it a three because I did like, it was very snowy, wintry, like February. So at least they had the season correct. There was a lot of Valentine's decor and I actually really liked, so part of the story was this big town float for Valentine's Day. And I loved all of the floats. They were so cute with like puppy love and labor of love. And I just thought that was really fun. So I gave it a three. I also gave it a three. I did think it was really cute. I don't think that anything like super stood out to me. You know, like sometimes you'll be like, oh, that house was so pretty or, you know, Mm -hmm. some or the views were great or they're in Greece. (laughs) But yeah, obviously there is none of that. (laughs) We're just we're in Nebraska, guys. So um, I yeah, also gave it a pretty three. pretty boring there. Yeah. All right. So what did you give it for style? I gave it another three because really the only things I liked were her curly hair, which is basically what she has in all of her movies. And I just love it all the time. And I really liked all of her pink and red sweaters for the whole Valentine's Day theme. I thought that was really cute. Okay, so I also, I, I know I gave it a four on style, but I think hmm. I marked it up because of her hair. <laughs> we just love the curly hair. I know. <laughs> so, like, she's just so adorable all the time. So I mm-hmm. felt like, you know what? I really liked it. And he looked really nice a lot of the time. So I'll give that to him. And it, even in his working on the cars outfit, <laughs> he was cute. On the cars outfit. <laughs> I mean, he pretty much was always in his, like, business casual because he was going to be CEO, but, you know, yeah, didn't. Didn't get there. Yeah. Chose not Chose to do not it. Chose not to get there. Yeah. 
This is where I'm going to be really interested to know what you think. Storyline. Yeah. How did you feel? I gave it a three. And this isn't in my original notes, but hearing you reread the summary confirms it's still three because that summary made it sound like it was a road trip movie. And really, they barely road tripped at all. Like they landed in her town fairly early on in the movie and that's where they stayed 25 minutes in yeah they didn't go to all these different places like in the normal road trip movies you know and then experience all the different cutesy things and bond over it that's not that wasn't this movie I actually kind of liked that about this movie though because the road trip ones where all the bad things happen kind of Mm -hmm. drive me crazy because it's just like compounding 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 and sometimes it just gets to be like way too absurd so Mm -hmm. I was like I actually wrote down oh my gosh 25 minutes in they're already to her destination right so she's gotten to where Mm -hmm. she was going I did feel like it was like oh sorry you're getting kicked out of your apartment You know, I was like, I felt really sorry for her about that. I was like, what is going on? If you're gone by the 15th and it's like the week before, I won't make you pay your deposit. You can get your I don't know what it was, what the thing that the landlord said, but it was really strange. I felt like. Yeah. I mean, I understand her friend getting a job and like, well, actually, I don't understand her friend getting a job. If you sign the lease, you cover your rest of your month or whatever. And then you move. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't just up and leave and be like, oh, well, he's going to give me this good deal. Get my deposit back if we're all out in a week. <laughs> yeah. And it would it was interesting because it was like, you know, where were they? New York. And I, I'm sure that subletting apartments is a very common thing. So it would have been mm-hmm. a more natural solution to have sublet the apartment to some yeah. or the other room to someone. So that was really weird to me. I don't know, but they had to do it because she had to have a reason to go back home, I guess. She did. And I mean, even though she had a reason to go back home, but I think I think losing her job would have been sufficient though. Well, she wasn't going to go home even without with the job loss. Yeah, but she, she wasn't, wasn't going go to cuz she couldn't afford to do it. The car ride made it where it was affordable. So I feel like she probably would have gone without getting kicked out of her apartment. I thought she was going to search for jobs in that time, though. Oh, maybe. I mean. Tomato, tomato. You apply to everything online. (laughs) You can do it from there. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that's like nitpicky stuff, but I don't know. That's not what I wrote down on my three. What I wrote down was... So this movie had a lot of good small town elements with like the whole cute Valentine's Day parade and the the diner all decorated for Valentine's and they have their Haya saying, you know, but the Haya thing got on my nerves real fast and everything else kind of fell flat for me. I thought it was, I thought this movie was kind of boring, honestly, even though I was excited to see it because of Catherine. So I was like, uh, uh, but if you love those small town elements, you'd probably really like this movie. Yeah, I was going to just say the Haya thing did get on my nerves also. And I think it's because they pushed it so much. If they had just been like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, like if he would have been like Haya and they were like, yeah, it's just a thing we do and kind of moved on. But they yeah. spent so much time talking about it at the beginning. And I was like, this is just like you get within, you know, 
whatever parameter of the thing in it, her accent comes back. <laughs> it's like, okay. Hiya. <laughs> oh, goodness. So there was that. But the biggest thing for me was I didn't really feel the romance between the two characters. I actually thought he was pretty annoying for most of the movie. And I didn't think they spent a lot of time together alone. Like they tried to have this enemies to lovers thing kind of. And then they tried to play off his personality where it wasn't, I don't even know, but I just don't, I did not feel it between them. And I really don't think they would work long-term at all because I feel like he would get on her nerves. Well, I can see that. I felt like his character for lack of a better term, was kind of bipolar. You know, like, he starts out really super easygoing and funny at the thing, and then they get to the car and he's like, no snacks, no drinks, da-da-da-da-da, it's gotta be my way. You know what I'm saying? And it was, Mm -hmm. like, such a different way, and I don't know if they did, like, this the first parts that she would kind of be attracted to him because he's kind of funny and charming and whatnot and maybe get past the drill sergeant part that he has later. But that, that part felt kind of weird to me. I did really enjoy like their kiss scene and stuff like that. So I wasn't completely uninterested in them together, but I wasn't completely sold either. So see, I didn't think he was funny and maybe that's just me. I didn't think it was charming or funny. Like I said, I found it annoying and like childish. (laughs) And she kind of felt that way. And then she kind of just got over it. I did like the scene where, you know, when his car won't start, which is why he's stuck there with her. He kind of yells at her and her family and friend like, I'm stuck here, whatever. And I did appreciate this like angry blow up, although he then immediately apologized, of course. But I was like, huh, here's some emotion we don't ever see in a Hallmark movie. That's true. He was a little, like, I mean, I don't know how you would be, but he was very over the top on, like, I'm really mad about this. Understandably so to a degree. So I I do agree. I also think he was never going to make it to California from Nebraska. Had Nebraska been in Nevada, perhaps. (laughs) What makes? What do you mean he wouldn't have made it from Nebraska to California? Isn't the Valentine's Day parade the night of Valentine's, and that's when he was supposed to be back? Is that not? That's what I was thinking the whole time. Like the parade was the same time as when he was supposed to be back, and he's literally leaving Nebraska. Like, are you just not gonna? I mean, I guess maybe this is my. <laughs> do you me- mean when he finally fixed the car and decided? Yes. To leave? Yes. Okay, because that's where I, you needed to specify. Because I'm like, I think he would have made it originally. No, <laughs> he originally he would have made it. What I'm saying is, as they realize that the car is not going to get fixed, at that point, mm-hmm. you're even though it's getting, it ends up getting fixed by the rude lady stealing it out of the other car. I don't think he would have made it unless he's just gonna like literally drive the entire way and not sleep. Just seemed like a really far distance to go. Well, I don't think he planned on making it. That's why he called in. But he left because he had to eventually go home anyway to see his dad and drop off the car. And he wanted to leave because he thought she didn't, you know, whatever their relationship problem was. Maybe I just didn't follow that. Maybe that was at the boring part and I was like kind of zoned out. (laughs) 
<laughs> the boring part. That's like the climax of the movie. <laughs> uh, whatever. I think we can move on to hearts for Valentine's Day, right? Stars. Oh, whoops. I, I always forget to add stars. Well, I'm going to give this one a three, mostly for Catherine and her sister. Because you didn't like him. I actually really liked him. The actor, I would like to see him in something else. I thought he was really cute. And mm. I really like Catherine, too. And I like the sister. And the lady, even though she was weird. <laughs> the, so what did you give it? I gave it a four. I mean, it's not like outstanding oh, okay. or anything, but <laughs> it's still good. Okay. Now on to hearts. <laughs> now on to hearts. I gave it a four for decor. But not romance feels. See, I gave it a four, and the only comment I wrote was, I did like that he came back for her. Although, I guess you would kind of expect that from a Hallmark movie. But yeah. I did like it. It's like, oh. Well, I, I guess you felt something there. That's okay. I still gave it a nonsense, sadly. I think I'm going to give it a love, but like a very, it was very hard to pick. <laughs> it's like mm. middle. <laughs> middle of the road. I mean, it was better than some movies. It's not like the worst thing I've ever seen. I think I'm just disappointed because that was the one I was looking forward to watching. Yeah. Oh, well. You didn't pick right this time, Stephanie. I know. Well, I was between that one and this next one we're going to talk about, right? A Nashville Legacy. Yeah. All right. So, Naima moves to Nashville to uncover secrets about an undiscovered music group. And this stars Andrea Lewis, Pooch Hall, Stan Shaw, and Roz Ryan with cameos by Kurt Chambers and Ruben Studdard. I really like this movie. <laughs> so setting, what did you give it? Um, I gave it a five and I think I marked it oh. up a little bit because originally when we talked about this, I had read that it was on location in Birmingham, but I Googled mm -hmm. it again. There were definitely shots of Nashville and the yeah. place that she was working is a place in Nashville that you can go visit. So I appreciated that. And they actually did film in Nashville and Birmingham. So it was not okay. all in Nashville, but at least they went there. And I did like that. I liked the little diner. I liked the, that you got to see the, the real museum and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I appreciated that, that it's like, hey, here's something you can actually go do. You know? Yeah. So. Well, I gave it a three mostly because the museum was the best part for me. Otherwise, the B-roll of just shots of Nashville was whatever to me. <laughs> but I really did like the museum and the history there. I think it would be very cool to visit. And I, I didn't realize, like, I was thinking that that museum was, had been around, but it's fairly new. I don't know why they would lie and say it's only two years old. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hang on. I'm going to look it up because I didn't look it up. I just knew ba based on the way it looked, I was like, that's clearly a place you can go. <laughs> Is that National Museum for African-American Music. Broke ground in early 2017 with officially opened in 2021. So, yep. Wow. Two years ago. And they but already filmed a movie there. <laughs> this is actually kind of brilliant because... People who have been to Nashville, you like know, like, oh, Ryan, Ryman Auditorium, or, oh, let's go to Grand Old Opry, or, oh, let's go mm -hmm. to Broadway. But you don't, like, you, or you may not think 
of this and even know that it's a thing. So it actually really does get the name out there. I think that's actually kind of brilliant. Yeah. I mean, I would want to go there. For the people at Mahogany to thought this would be a good idea, you know? Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, a lot of the things they said is obviously true about, you know, black musicians helping create like whole new genres and advancing the music scene and the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So, like, I do appreciate seeing all that. And I'm not going to lie. I love that they had the black country music guy. <laughs> yes, I looked up Kurt Chambers. I was like, who is this? <laughs> and yep. then I listened to him. I did not do that, but I would listen to him because from what I heard, I did like, I'm like one of these people though that gets stuck in things. Like if I'm, if I'm listening to music, I am listening to Sarah Bareilles or Mm -hmm. 80s and 90s country or 90s (laughs) R&B. Those are my things. You're very specific. (laughs) I am very specific and I like songs that I already know. I can listen to the same song over and over again hundreds of times. So it's a problem. <laughs> so you listen to 90s R&B. Uh-huh. What about Ruben Studdard? He's like early 2000s after American Idol. Well, I knew him from American Idol, but I have not really. I mean, I know his song that he came out with after American Idol. I couldn't tell you what it is because I suck at that <laughs> in general. <laughs> I cannot put names of songs or artists together. I was talking to somebody the other day and they said something about Paula Dole. And I was like, oh yeah, she was on American Idol. I was like, but I can't think of any of the songs that she sings. And he was like, the guy I was talking to, he was like, oh, straight up or something. And I was like, oh yeah, straight up now tell me. You know, and I'm like, you can sing okay. them, but you can't list them. Y- yes. I don't know the, and if he hadn't said the name of it, I wouldn't have like, I might've been able to guess the name of it from the song, but I wouldn't mm-hmm. know that that's the name for 100%, you know? So that's funny. But yeah, I was happy to see Ruben. I haven't seen him in a while. It's I always just remember like when he won. I didn't watch that American Idol season, but like him and Clay Aiken became so huge at that time. Uh-huh. And then I remember our family decided to watch the next season of American Idol with Fantasia. So that's like the third season. <laughs> oh. So I didn't see Kelly's. I didn't really watch Clay or Ruben's because I didn't even know about American Idol. I mean, I was a kid, you know, but. Oh, yeah, I just funny. remember going into the third season because of that. So, random, my um, my American Idol thing is, I, I think I did remember watching Kelly on American Idol and Ruben and Fantasia, but then in the fourth season, I think it was the fourth season, it was Chris Daughtry, Catherine didn't McPhee. Win, no. No. Yeah. But the guy who did win was Taylor Hicks. And so, mm-hmm. my family travels with this couple <laughs> to Hilton Head every year. And he will still, he wanted Taylor Hicks to win and he will still be like, Taylor Hicks won. And I'm like, yeah, but Catherine McPhee is by far the bigger <laughs> star, bigger name. The two of them. <laughs> I was like, it doesn't really matter. Season. It was a really good season. I mean, I picked Catherine McPhee from like the very beginning that her, her like thing. I was like, oh my gosh, that was so good. But I also really liked Chris Daughtry. Um, I would have been happy with either one of them winning. So I just was like, I feel like Taylor Hicks was not nearly as marketable. But, you know, this is also I know, like whatever happened to him. I don't, I have no idea. And then the fifth season we got Carrie Underwood. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Megastar. By far, the like her and Kelly are like the biggest stars. (laughs) For real. 
All right. That's our American Idol <laughs> music tangent. <laughs> okay. 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 Style. What did you give style? Um, I gave it a four. I also really liked her hair. I liked some of the styles that she did on it too, where it wasn't just like down curly or whatever, but she did some updos mm-hmm. and stuff. And I liked some of her clothes. I specifically liked the sparkly dress that she found and I kind of liked the dress at the end, but the one shoulder was kind of driving me crazy. <laughs> it was like, huh. it's like, it was like almost hanging off of her shoulder while the other one was on straight. So if they had both been off, I don't think it would have been bothered me. Or if they had both been up, I don't think it would have bothered me. But since one was down and one was up, it was like, is that really what that's supposed to look like? <laughs> so it drew my attention. But some of her outfits I thought were fine outfits, just not my style. You know, so I didn't mm-hmm. necessarily love them, but they weren't like ugly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I gave it a four, too, for okay. the same reasons. So, Woo-hoo. all right. Same page on one of these. <laughs> I know. What did you give it for storyline or star? Yeah, storyline. Storyline. You're trying to not skip stars this time. I know. I um, am. I gave it a four. I did not mention this in the first movie. But there, this was a flashback heavy, flash forward heavy episode. Because uh, yes. every movie we're talking about has a flash forward. So I marked it up for the flash forward. I love that they got engaged. I loved that they, uh, I would have liked to have seen them kiss though at the end. Like she got the book written, which I felt like was really fast to write a book. <laughs> at least one that's like a bestseller. You know what I'm saying? Like. You write books yeah. and you get them out within a year, but do nor- that's not like the normal thing that happens when you're going through a publisher or something like that. So maybe it wasn't and it just took off. I don't know. And then I really liked the backstory of her figuring these out, this out and kind of putting the people together. I didn't love that the lady lied to her at the beginning, though. I was like, come on now. <laughs> yeah. I gave it a five because I really liked it. I liked the mystery of finding out like, oh, was my grandma in this girl's group? Where is this girl's group? Are they the ones originally singing? Like I didn't, I couldn't figure out what exactly had happened back in the day. (laughs) So I appreciated that. I liked the solution though, as to the reason why he lied. It wasn't because he was just trying to steal their take the money from them and put someone together that he could get money from or something shady like that. It was because the mm-hmm. the preacher was like, Oh no, this is not happening. And he had to do something or else he would have lost the song. So he did technically pay them, right? Not what they yeah. deserved, but that he paid them and it's a different world. It was like you had, when you were a young girl at, at that time, you had to do what your father 60s. said. Yeah. You know? So it's like, it was a different world. So I appreciated that mm-hmm. part of the story that he didn't end up actually being a really bad guy like it insinuated throughout the whole movie as she was in- uncovering different aspects of it. Yeah. I actually got teary at the end when he recognized the lone living lady of the girl group who sang oh, the too. popular song. I was like, oh, she's finally getting the recognition she deserves. It was really sweet. And I, I, I liked that part. Uh, I, did I also liked, let's see, we had a mid-movie over-the-table kiss, uh-huh. which I thought was nice. And I think it was interesting that they had to have done this on purpose. They made their names a palindrome. So she's Naima and he's 
Damien. And when you put it together, it's, it spells Naima Damien forwards and backwards. I was wondering if you were going to like this part. I did not care for it. I just thought this is a stupid thing to add in. <laughs> I was like, okay, I thought whatever. that was so funny. I was like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. If you ever meet anybody, Carrie, and I don't even know what the name would have to be to, for that to work for you. Eric, but... <laughs> spelled really weird. That's what I say. My my name is backward is Eric. <laughs> but, you know, I guess it's because it's like Naima and Damien technically could be spelled a billion different ways. I mean, I guess maybe that makes it like more sweet that they actually spelled them the same way. I don't know. I just was not like super sold on that part. I was like, okay. Next. <laughs> well, how did you feel about... So I could not figure out if this lady was the guy's stepmom or mom. And it was so awkward the whole time until the very end when Naima's character, she goes, oh, you're, what about your stepmom or something? I was like, oh, okay. No wonder he acted so awkward and kind of standoffish with this lady. Um, <laughs> Every time he goes to their house. When I saw her, I just assumed she was the stepmom. Like, I was like, oh, is that his mom? And then I thought about it, and I was like, I mean, technically it could have been his mom, but I felt like their relationship was not, like, super mother-son either. You know what I'm saying? Like, I felt like the characters themselves were not acting like I would expect a mother-son to act. It was kind of a little bit more reserved, so I just made the well, judgment that's what I that thought that was, was odd. But then I figured, well, maybe it's because he kind of had that kind of relationship with his dad. Oh. So... I feel like she said it though, when they oh, when she? he when she went to the house, um, and they went out back and they were doing the picnic or dinner outside or whatever. I feel mm -hmm. like it came up in that scene, which was kind of middle of the way, wasn't it? I don't know. I don't know. It did. It did make me question though too. I was with you. Oh, <laughs> uh, whatever. Do you have anything else to add? Nope. Okay, stars. I gave it a five because I liked everybody in it. I really liked his dad. Like, I loved his voice. <laughs> I don't know if he was putting that on for his reel, but I liked it. I doubt he was putting that on. That's, that is, I mean, I don't know if this is the person or not, but I'm guessing that's Pooch. Pooch Hall is the main guy who falls oh. for girl. Oh. Is it really? I thought they were saying, I thought they listed Pooch third. That's why I was thinking that. And that was the only name that I could remember. No, I think this guy must be Stan Shaw. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe I just rem was remembering incorrectly. And then I guess I just associated that guy looking like a pooch. I just feel like <laughs> I could see someone like this this older guy having this nickname coming. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like that would fit. Okay. He's the cousin of Sam Cook. Huh. That's interesting. Pooch is? No. Or Stan? Stan Shaw. Okay. Stan. Okay. And he was also in... I don't, did you ever watch that A Christmas Winter song with Ashanti? It was a nope. lifetime Christmas movie. Although I do love Ashanti. It was okay. Did you say what you gave it? No, I gave the stars a four. I really liked her. Um, I liked him. This is going to be mean. I didn't think he was as cute as I wanted him to be. But I didn't think he was bad looking. He just wasn't like Michael Xavier. You know? I understand that. I have a thing, guys. <laughs> so, if you ever I, meet him, <laughs> I know. Why did I put spring on here? This is hearts for Valentine's Day. Maybe I thought it looked like spring, so it gets zero hearts. 
But I don't think it was supposed to be a Valentine's Day movie. So there's that. No, I, I mean, this is, I'm under the impression that movies and mysteries are not following like Love You Wary. I mean, technically this was Love You Wary during February, but movies and mysteries to me is kind of just on their own thing. <laughs> they do their own thing. Yeah. So, and then it was a What love. did you give it though? You gave it a zero for hearts? A zero for, yeah. You didn't think there was any love? Maybe I should have. Well, I was thinking just time period, but if I'm going off oh. of like feels and family and stuff, I guess I would give it a five. See, and I was going three or four-ish. I didn't really know where I landed. So <laughs> there's that. All right. I gave it a love also. For a mahogany movie, it's a five. <laughs> okay. You said you gave it a love too. Yeah, I did give it a love, but I was just thinking of um, a lovey story. You know, like the romance was not the biggest part of it. It was a part of it, but it wasn't the biggest part, which was why I was not giving it like a five. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Last one, guys. Here we are. How far are we in here? 32 minutes. All right. Well, we're we're on track with our 15 minutes. Um, Made for each other, the last movie of February, a sculptor uses magic to mold her ideal man into reality but begins to fall for her human friend and embraces the flaws that make love perfectly imperfect starring alexandra tertian matt cohen aaron o'connell elena douglas iliana iliana douglas Mm -hmm. all right so for setting would you give it i gave it a four because i really like her pottery studio i was like trying to think of what the heck the word is (laughs) i really liked her pottery studio how bright and airy it was the apartment that her sister moves into looked like the same apartment from allison and victor's movie the grease one that we just saw i didn't even notice i was like i recognize that and i liked the comedy club i thought that was kind of fun and different okay i gave it a four also i mean it is new york so you know i love New York and New York, New York. I did also really like the pottery and I liked her apartment. I felt like her apartment was very cozy and comfortable feeling. And I actually mm-hmm. liked the guy's apartment too. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Nice one. Kind of weird that they, the, the, the one, the fake boyfriend moves in with the guy who wants to be the boyfriend. <laughs> I mean, this movie was wild, but it, it was worked. <laughs> Okay. All right. So style. Style, I am giving it a four again because I really liked everything she wore. I can't remember like specifics, but I think what really gets me is Aaron O'Connell's character because he becomes like a model and she's like, what are you modeling? And he's like, pants. That's why I'm shirtless. And then he goes to another gig and he's wearing a shirt because he's modeling a shirt. And that's why he's pantsless. So then he was going to socks. So what was going to happen there? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they didn't show those pics. They did not. But I was wondering if they were trying to make the joke in there without actually saying it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it was it was very funny, this movie. And I know who wrote this. uh, A lady. This was her first movie. 
Her name's Addie really? something. Yeah, this was her first movie because I looked it up. Because it had kind of Hanukkah on rye feels to me with all the the Jewish references of the food. And, you know, like that one was the movie where they have the deli and they're talking about all the different foods and stuff like that. So I felt mm-hmm. like I was like, oh, this kind of gives me those kind of feels. Um, so I was like, I wonder if this is Julie's. Did Julie decide to write another one? <laughs> and I went to look and nope. But I, I appreciated that it was a Jewish movie that wasn't holiday. Yeah. But yeah, I was really impressed because so the movie is, you know, funny, but inside the movie, he is a comedian. So then they had to write these jokes Yep. as well. So it's like a next level. And I was impressed with that. I was like, yeah. oh, who wrote this? <laughs> I don't know if I said this. I feel like we moved to storyline, but <laughs> I wrote four on style shirtless Aaron. So there's that. Oh, okay. So we're the same. Yes. <laughs> Was there ever going to be any question? Uh, no. Okay. Not so really. on storyline then, what did you give it for storyline? This is a tough one. I'm between a four and a five. I think I'm going to give it a five. All right. What are I gave it a, I mean, I gave it a four. I could see giving it a five. It was over the top, but fun. It was definitely a different storyline than we've seen before, especially specifically with like the magic element mm-hmm. to it. Hold on. I wrote like that he could, looks like L-W-E. Oh, live, live, L-I-V-E. Oh, yes. I was Uh, happy he got to live at the end, too. She's like, well, I'll just give you a different purpose. And then he gets to, you know, they do another flash forward, which this is kind of why I didn't want to give it a five. I thought the flash forward was kind of meh. They, like, did this thing where she's, like, scrolling on her phone and it shows the updates and the brother has triplets and then she's engaged and the guy, uh, the perfect guy is now a chef and it's, like, I just didn't love, I think they could have just maybe had a party or something. You know what I'm saying? And done all of those things. I don't know. A wedding. I appreciated that. That's kind of how they do... They, how they did the Christmas house where they just show the pictures at the end of like the happy No, but moments. I liked that better than the social media posts scrolling on the phone. Whatever. I <laughs> liked it. I was glad that he didn't turn back into a statue. I think Aaron. Okay. So I liked Alexandra and Matt. They were great. But Aaron really made this movie. Obviously. <laughs> obviously. Because he was so funny without trying to be. And I just he was. You know, sometimes the perfect person in these movies comes off as, like, cold or unfeeling or something. But Aaron was never like that. And even when he was being perfect, you couldn't help but love him. I mean, even Matt, who wanted his girlfriend, couldn't help but love him. And, like, her family, you know? It's like, I can't help but really like you because you're so kind and nice. (laughs) Well, and then he does the funny things where he's like, so she makes this statue and um, enters it into this contest, win the contest, and he's like, oh, is she going to come to life? Like, out in the middle, are we going to bring her to life? If we have a, if, if we, if she comes to life, she can be our daughter and we can call her Clachel. <laughs> I just lost it. I was like, 
And he was like so serious. I was like, I want, I would like to know how many takes that this took to get the stupid Clachel. Oh that doesn't roll off the tongue very easily. No. The part that got me was when they were at uh, Matt's comedy set. And so she's laughing. Everybody's laughing. And then Aaron starts laughing really loud. She's like, no, no, you don't have to laugh if you don't think it's funny. And he's like, oh. And then he stands up. He's like, sorry, sorry, everyone. I just learned you don't have to laugh if it's not funny. (laughs) (laughs) That was funny. And he's like, because he just doesn't, he doesn't know how, like, proper, like, etiquette. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Matt really played off it well. He's like, you know, we'll we'll talk about this. You know, he, like, used it and wasn't offended or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, It was a really cute movie. It was. I also really liked... That very early on, she realizes that she likes Matt. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. really felt like, okay, we're, um, like, she's kind of torn the whole time. And I kind of like that because it could have easily been written that she did not have that. And it's like, oh, obvious, he's the right guy for me at the very end where it's just like, like they never thought of it before. So I did really like mm-hmm. that part. Kind of built I up. appreciate, yeah, I appreciated that it goes to show how sense of humor really is one of the biggest things. <laughs> because honestly, the his ability to make her laugh mm-hmm. was the real big like plus sign for him. Like, yes, Aaron's character cooked for her, and he went and did these things for her, and he was like nice, but just stiff. You know, mm-hmm. and Matt was like always making her laugh. So I'm like, that's one for the humorists. Well, and I liked that she was like, but he also doesn't just tell me what I want to hear either. He kind of like pushes back mm-hmm. and stuff. And, and, you know, like there is one thing to say, like, I think women in general love a guy who can make them laugh, but there is something to say for a man who knows when to make you laugh and knows when you need to be serious. You don't want a guy who's like when you're really upset is Mm -hmm. pissing you off because they just can't like be compassionate for a minute, you know? Yeah. So I felt like like Aaron's character where he was like, I don't want to fight with you. I never want to be angry with like, yeah. So just doesn't even react to it. So stars. I'm going to give it a five. I liked everybody in it. Her friend Doris. I love that lady. Okay. Did you notice that Doris was the lady from Just One Kiss? Yeah. Which I kind of thought was funny because both of these have... Well, she was playing a Jewish mom in that that too. So that was an interesting link between the two movies. But she also... Like, there was almost magic in that other movie because they're the dead moms. So yeah, that's true. I was like, that's interesting that she's been in... Those are the only two movies that I know that I've seen her in. They're both kind of magical movies. So I thought that was funny. They so, are magical. I gave the stars a four. I mean, I liked everybody. I can give it a five. I'll go with a five. Yeah, I'm like, what is this four nonsense? I love Aaron. <laughs> I should have known from the start. I mean, we love Aaron, obviously. But I really liked Matt and Alexandra. Would not mind seeing them again. I agree. And I would like to see Aaron again. And I'd like to see Doris again. <laughs> yes. 
just bring them all back in something different, but like spread them out so we can love them more. <laughs> That's specific. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been inappropriate, but whatever. Okay. What'd you give it for hearts? Well, wasn't very Valentine's Day y. I mean, it was the last but... movie of the month, and we were past Valentine's Day for Sherzies. That's true. I... Mm, I'll give it a four. That's what I give it. And a love. Woohoo! And a love. We matched. Okay. okay. So now we got to rank them. Yep. I think you're for... I'm going to guess yours. Okay. Nashville Legacy, Made for Each Other, Welcome to Valentine. Yes. You're not I, sure about it's, one and It's two. very close between... Yeah. It's very close between a Nashville Legacy and Made for Each Other. But they're okay. two different types of movies. They definitely are. So I'm going Made for Each Other and then A Nashville Legacy. And then Welcome to Valentine. Yeah. So. so we're basically on the same page. Yep. Basically. All right. What's coming up cool. next episode? So next episode, we are doing a news and nonsense. Oh, that's right. Okay. That's our ever-changing theme song. And to make sure that you stay up to date on all of our episodes and everything else we talk about, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Love and Nonsense Podcast. You can also subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that stuff. And if you can, please rate us. It helps other listeners find our lovely podcast, A Love, Love and Nonsense. Thanks, guys. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.